What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Talking My Shit podcast with your boy Too Skinny. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Um, I want to get right into it, man. Like I told you guys uh, last week, I was going to have one of the busiest weeks of my comedy career thus far. And I, I've done, right now as I'm recording, I've already done one, two, three shows this week. And I'm going to do the final one of the week tonight in West Chicago. So I'll, obviously by the time this is uploaded, you guys would already probably see some pictures or or it it have already happened. But I want to give you guys a quick overview of the show. You know, I know some of you guys may not give a shit about this, but this is my podcast and Nike event, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Um, Monday Monday was the Soiree show that was in Chicago. Uh, Soiree show uh, is ran by the Hummy Gossip Structure. It was, it was uh, I did a 12-minute set there. It was a lighter crowd. Um, I mean, it's Monday, you know, you can't expect too many people to come out. But it was, it was a fun time, but the funny thing about that show is that I went with my pops, you know, and my pops, he's one of those old school Mexicans that think he could just beat the system out whenever. Like He thinks he never has to follow the rules because he has shortcuts. So I never contradict him, you know, he thinks he knows the best, you know, so I was like, whatever. So we pulled up to the venue, right? The parking lot is full, so we have to park on the street. So we park like under a bridge and it's pay to park, you know, so we get out of the car and I'm like, it's pay to park, it's card or or coins. They don't even. They weren't even taking cash. I think. So he was like, "I got some coins in the in the car," but I was like, "It's gonna be like nine dollars, bro. You're gonna put nine dollars in coins and that shit. Just put your card in, or I'll put my card in." And he's like, "No, no, no. Don't put your card in. I got this." So he put like a dollar twenty five in there, and he's like, "Fuck it. Just do a dollar twenty five and print the receipt. All we need to do is get the ticket and put it on the windshield, and the cops won't even look at it." Well. Nowadays, technology is so different where they don't even give a fuck about the ticket because you don't even need it anymore because they register your plates. So we go for a walk. We leave the car there. Um, you kind of—I bet you guys probably know where this is going. We, we go for like a ten-minute walk because we're super early to the venue. So we go for like a ten-minute walk right before it's time to go inside the venue and do the show. I was like, "Fuck, my phone is about to die. Let me go get the charger." I go over to get the charger. This goofy ass nigga got a sixty-five-dollar ticket on his window, and I told him, and he was pissed, and and it was just fucking hilarious because um, I mean, it's just funny that. This shit always happens to my pops. Like, every time he thinks he's going to beat out the system, he just falls short and he gets fucked in the ass. And I hope you don't hear this because he's going to be pissed. But, um, but yeah, that show was that show was a fun time. After that, I had a little break. I, I told myself I was going to um, go to some open mics, work on some new material. But, honestly, I was just so, like, fucking drained from, like, doing the first show because I'm fucking lazy. Um, so I just took the two days off. Then on Thursday, I went back to uh, do the highly recommended showcase at the Laugh Factory. That show was fucking fire, bro. Not just only my set, I'm saying, like, the lineup was crazy. Um, the homie that I told you guys about a few episodes ago, Joey Villagomez, that has that Comedy Central uh, special coming out in January, uh, he ended up showing up at the club, and he got on the lineup. He did a long set, you know, and then um, there was, like, a few, there was, like, a few, like, hitters bro like bitch like no no i don't mean to call anybody bitch but i mean like there was like a few like comics that were like real ogs you know and then the guy that closed out the show was also on comedy central so like it was, it was just such a dope feeling for me to be part of that you know like see my name on the lineup with their name you know it's just that shit that i used to dream about last year you know i i um like last year my goal was to perform there like i told you guys at least once this year and you know this is my third time doing a show there this year so i'm honored and happy to be able to do it but anyway it's a fun time so i want to shout out to everybody who did come out of uh, vanessa jesus a few different people that uh 
where that showed up, you know, just you guys getting in the car and driving all the way out here just to show love, you know, it means a lot to me. Um, but anyway, moving on, then I did a show in Rockford on Friday, that show, which was just yesterday, that show was packed as fuck, wall to wall, there was no empty seats, um, they let me do a 20 minute set, so I took advantage to work on some new material, some older material, kind of blended everything together, and it was such a fun time, man, it was just, every joke hit perfect, in my opinion, you know, like, sometimes, you know, you're disappointed with some performances, but that performance was like, honestly, I want to say, like, no cap, that show was better than the Laugh Factory show. And I'm not trying to knock on the venue or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, since I had a longer set, I feel like I got a little bit more comfortable. The people got to know me a little bit better. And it was just a good feeling in that room. But, um, but yeah, so if you guys want to come to any of my future shows, September 27th, I'm at the Comedy Shrine at 10 p.m. And then October 4th, this is a new show alert, October 4th, the first Friday of the month, I will be doing an event at the Wabanzi Community College, and it's open to the public. I'll be doing a long set there. Um, I don't remember the name of the of the event planner. Sorry, Giselle's the one that got me that opportunity. So if you guys want to come to that, um, I'll have more details soon. Anyway, uh, moving on with the episode. Sometimes I feel like I get on here and talk, and I feel like I talk to the same like people that have known me all my life. But then there's people that who end up listening to this episode or this podcast, and then they're like, dude, we don't even know who you are. So sometimes when you say shit, we don't... We don't connect it, you know, so sometimes people ask me questions and I don't realize that there's so many new people that are listening. So I figured this, I'll take this episode, you know, now that unfortunately I didn't have too much time to write crazy material since, like I said, I have been busy. I, I'm going to take this episode to go ahead and kind of get to know each other a little bit. So I always talk about my license being suspended or revoked or expelled, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, and I feel like I, it's you guys deserve to know why. So... Right around when I turned 18 years old is the time I got my license. Um, right around, and I had my first car. My first car was a Pontiac Grand Prix. I had that bitch tricked out black on black. I used to hotbox in that bitch. All kinds of crazy shit, boy. Had to check engine light, but who gives a fuck? Um, and I used to drive that car around, but I ended up crashing that motherfucker on McCoy and Yola. Ho-ass intersection, bro, right there. This nigga, oh, bro, you know what? Fuck it, story time. I'm, I'm in my whip, you know what I'm saying? I'm smoking a blunt, minding my business. I just got this job at O'Reilly's Warehouse, so I'm right there doing forklift. Um, I got fired from there for stealing, but that's a different story. But 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 I'm at the but I'm at the I'm on McCoy. I'm coming down. I'm going to Ross because I was like I need to get myself some fresh fits. So I go to Ross just like any real nigga would, and I'm in the intersection. This whole ass Honda Pilot bitch ass SUV turns into my lane, and I fucking just. Fuck him in the ass, bro. Right there, just hit him side in the in the whole side. Almost flipped the fucking truck. My car went the other way. Like I ended up on Yola. He was on McCoy. The whole time we were in the opposite streets. Like we just fucking completely switched our path, you know. And my car was completely totaled. My airbag went off. I didn't know what the fuck was going on because I was still faded as fuck. It's so crazy because my my subs were like my car was totaled, but my subs were still knocking, boy. But I had to turn that shit off. Then I got out of the car. Everything was ringing in my head, you know, because I just got smacked in the face by this fucking airbag and I get out of the car and I run over to check on the guy you know it's like some shit out of a movie you know like in Modern Warfare 2 when you get hit with like a flashbang and you're like what the fuck that's how I felt and I run over to the guy because I'm like oh my god is he okay so I run over to him I open the door for out of his car and I was like hey are you okay and this dude's like a white dude he's just a complete dick to me he's like man get the fuck away from me you crash into me and then this white lady who was not even involved she was in a different car you know white bitches always be trying to get involved like bitch mind your 
business. But anyway, she pulls over. She's like, get away from him. You hit him. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This nigga turned into my lane. But I go back to my place. I call the cops. This is the first and last time I ever called the police. I dialed 911. I didn't even know who was going to pick up. I was like, what if these niggas don't even answer? But anyway, I called. They picked up. I was like, you got into an accident? They were like, oh, we'll be right there. Sure enough, they got right there ASAP and helped the nigga out. But everybody was trying to blame me. Like, there was a few different more people that had pulled over, and they were blaming me for that incident. And the cop asked me, okay, what happened? I was like, nigga, look. I didn't say that, but I was like, this is what happened. I had a green light. It was turning yellow or orange or whatever. I think it's orange, but people say it's yellow. I think I'm colorblind as fuck. But it turned the middle light, you know? And... I, like, I didn't break, you know, I kept going, I was like, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take this bitch, you know, and I took it, and the guy in front of me turned, and I hit him, so he was like, okay, well, he, he went in your lane, so then the guy got, like, a few different type of tickets, because I think he wasn't even on the insurance card or some shit, and all the white people were mad, they're like, oh, why is he getting tickets, you know, he's the one that crashed into, anyway, fuck that nigga, but anyway, that's how I crashed my car, so after I crashed my car, I didn't have a car for a little while, so, I always wanted a Jeep SRT8, you know, just like any basic ass dumb ass Eastside nigga. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm just kidding. If y'all, I fuck with y'all. If y'all listening to this, <laughs> no. But uh, I got I, so I got a Jeep SRT8. I was I was 18 at the time, you know. I, I I just got this warehouse job, you know. I was barely making like fucking 13 dollars an hour, like some like you know. I was I I thought I was getting money, but the whole time I was not getting money. I was getting into some shit, boy. Cause I got the Jeep. Then after I got the Jeep, I got pulled over right away. Got a speeding ticket the first time. It was just a random ass street, random ass ticket, you know? And then I, I had my first speeding ticket. I paid it off, whatever. Then the second time I got pulled over, I was, because we always used to go to the races and shit. You guys ever been to those races in the warehouses and shit where all the bices and sheds meet and just race their little honditas and shit? While I was there, you know, I was always one of those head asses, you know? But, but I changed my ways. I'm not like that no more. But shout out to everybody who still races, you know? But anyway, so the second time I got pulled over, I was giving one of my homegirls a ride. She worked at the Burger King on New York Street in Yola. Um, so I was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. So I picked her up. I took her to, um, I took her to the Burger King. And I remember that afternoon, we were going to go to the Waka Flocka Flame concert in Joliet at the Forge. So all day I was bumping Waka Flocka Flame, loud as shit, you know, not paying attention to anything else. I skirt off of New York Street after I drop her off and I gun it. I'm doing like 80 miles down New York Street towards Farnsworth. And, um, I pull up to my homie Chin's house. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to give out his exact address, but it's right around like, the flea market on New York Street area. Anyway, and uh, and we pull, we, I pulled up there, but as I'm pulling into the neighborhood, I'm cutting through the streets, you know, not making no stop signs. I look back, there's a cop behind me with the lights on, like, with the, on the intercom, like, nigga, turn the fucking car off, pull the fuck over. So I was like, oh, shit. So, but I didn't know, because I'm over here bumping, you know, I go hard in the fucking paint, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, I ain't paying attention to that shit. So I turn off the... I turn off the uh, the music, and I was like, what the fuck, this guy? Like, I, I didn't even see him behind me. How's he pulling me over? I pull over. I don't think nothing of it. Then as, you know, I, I thought he was going to walk out in front of me. He opens his door, and he draws his weapon out, you know? And he's like, yo, take the keys out of the ignition and throw them out the window. And I'm, mind you, I'm up, I'm like one block away from my homie's house. I was almost, almost made it. But he was like, throw the keys out. So I had to throw the keys out the window. And, dude, I'm, mind you, I'm, I still have yellow plates on this truck. I still have 10 plates. Don't even have my plates. I'm already two tickets in. As this guy is, like, walking up to my car, like, 10, 
literally no bullshit, like 10 cops pull up in front of me. They all surround me. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, and I got merch. Like, my nigga Chins was watching from, like, the block. Cause he had, I was like, I'm outside. Whole time I'm pulled over a block away. But, um... But yeah, and they had me surrounded, and eventually when they found out, you know, like I wasn't on shit, whatever, so they ended up giving me a ticket for improper lane usage, another ticket for no turn signal, and then of course a speeding ticket. So I racked up, that's already right there, four tickets total, and then to top, put the fucking cherry on the sundae, or cherry on the shake, whatever you want to call it, I'm, um, I joined a truck club in Chicago, Skyline Trucks. They're still around, you know. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if they're still around. But it was a truck club, you know. I thought I was cool. I was going to be in a truck club. So I joined the truck club. We went, I went out to a meet out, like, in Cicero. And then I was with my homeboy, Ricky. He has, a, he has another black-on-black -black SRTA. Shout out to him. He's one of the cleanest ones in the world. Um... So me and him are on our way back uh, from Cicero, and we're doing about 100. We're doing 100 on the highway the whole way here, you know? Then eventually he guns it. Even He does way over 100, passes me, and leaves me. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to go that fast. I'm going to get pulled over, and I can't afford another ticket. So then this Range Rover uh, pulls up next to me right when I'm on I-88, and we're doing about a 100 too. And then eventually as we're passing like main event area, you know, right before like, I mean, right before, yeah, right before like 59 exit, um, the Range Rover just hits the brakes and just like slows the fuck down. And I was like, oh, this nigga a bitch, he probably like about to make his exit or, or about, to miss his, about, to make, about to miss his exit or something, you know? So I was like, I didn't pay no mind to it. Of course, next thing I know, I look back, there's a fucking head, uh, fucking police right behind me already with the lights on so i had to pull over you know i couldn't even like flee the shit he was already on my ass it pulls over uh, i pulled over it was a state trooper it was a female uh she was actually decent looking too bro but anyway <laughs> i probably sound thirsty as fuck on this podcast <laughs> anyway she pulls up to my window and she's like hey license registration so i gave her my license i gave her the registration the insurance whatever and uh and she was like what why are you speeding you know why are you doing 100 this is like a 70 mile per hour zone and i was like oh i'm so sorry like my brother's home alone my mom um my mom uh my mom went to work she had to pick up a shift there's nobody watching them i had to be there asap you know i'm a capper so i had to cap that's what i do but anyway she was like okay like why why weren't you home earlier you know and i was like oh i was at school but i forgot it was fucking like two in the morning so she's like you were at school at two in the morning i was like all right my bad i tweaked but then she was like, all right, I'm going to let you go. So she goes back in her car, and she takes like 30 seconds. This bitch prints out a ticket. I thought she was going to let me go with a warning or some dumb shit like that. She gives me a ticket. So now this is like my fifth ticket, you know? I go home. Of course, like two months later, I get a letter in the mail that says my license is suspended for six months. So I was like, fuck it, six months, it ain't shit. It got suspended like the year of 2016, I want to say. And... I was supposed to get it back, like, in 2017, like, February of 2017 or some shit like that. Well, anyway, right before, like, my six months were up, uh, I got pulled over without my license. So I went to jail. Um, they ended up extending my suspension. And then I had to do a year with my shit suspended. And I was like, all right, fuck it. You know what? I'm not going to risk it. I'm just going to lift. Boom. Fast forward a little bit. I get a job at the bank. I'm not going to say what bank it is because, you know... Anyway, but anyway, I got the job at the bank, and they were like, you have to go do training in Skokie, all the way up in, like, hasta la chingada, bro, far as fuck. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go do the training. So I had to drive up there, drove up there, literally on my first day of work, bro, I get pulled over, go to jail. I had to spend the night in jail. 
I had to because my dumbass didn't have insurance in the vehicle either. You know that was that was my dumbass. You know that was my fault. So I, my car got impounded. I had to wait until like midnight to get out of jail. Then we had to go get my car like at one in the morning. Then I had to drive back home and come back to Skokie the next day. Like ain't shit happened, bro. And these are the struggles of a minority. Now I'm just fucking with you, but this is my dumbass fault. And that's why I have not gotten my license back. But right now, as of right now, I just. We, we we're in the works with this lawyer, and and I'm finna have my shit back because I got a another. Well, I had to get rid of the SRTA. You guys probably uh, had to figure, you know, to pay for all these tickets and all that shit. So I no longer have that, but I do have another Jeep that's in the shop now. And hopefully, when I get my license back in these few coming months, you know, I could drive myself to these shows and I have to worry about getting pulled over or, or or none of that shit, you know. But anyway, this is this episode. I guess has been called like get to know me a little bit. You know, it's kind of a little filler episode. Unfortunately, guys, I don't have too much material for uh, like i said this week uh, i'm so sorry about that but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode you know kind of get to know me a little bit for the people that don't know me and of course if you guys ever have any questions feel free to let me know please i was going to ask you guys for a favor feel free to share the episode um, I'm trying to spread the word the most that I can. So, you know, if you want to retweet the link, feel free, the screenshots on the stories, all that. I know it's annoying to ask of you, and I know sometimes, you know, it's like, fuck you, nigga. But, but, but you know, sh but, but uh, help me out with that if you guys can, you know, if you guys can or whatever. But other than that, um, I'm going to go do this last show tonight, and then next week I don't have any bookings, so I'm going to work hard, and the next episode is going to be that fucking Flaming Hot and Cheetos, boy. But... I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Follow me on 2Skinny300 on Instagram and Talking My Shit Podcast on Instagram. You guys have been great. Um, have a good one. Bye-bye.